Hello and welcome to this NLive's Open for Business podcast platform. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university, as I keep saying, with the perfect face for radio. And I host a show every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. called Open for Business. Open for Business celebrates the very best of business in Northampton and Northamptonshire and brings together business, civic, charity and indeed academic leaders to talk about the business environment, to talk about initiatives and projects, especially where, they're, where they are all working together for the good of the community. So enjoy these extended interviews on this podcast. They're now set up as a standalone for you to savour and uh, to learn from some of the movers and shakers in the county. Enjoy. Well, another guest from Wales on March the 1st, you'll be delighted, no doubt, to hear. And this time it is the current High Sheriff of Northamptonshire. Um, she's been on before. She is coming to the end of her year. And it's a big warm welcome to Amanda Lowther. Amanda, welcome back to the show. Uh, you came on at the beginning of your year as High Sheriff, coming towards the end. Gosh, has it gone quickly or has it has it gone slowly? Um, it's unbelievable. The year has gone so fast. Every time I look up, it's Friday again. And I think, where did that week go? Um, it's been incredible. And I've, I sort of feel as if sometimes I feel quite giddy with the amount of um, people I've met and places I visited. Um, and, and there's always more to look forward to, which is fantastic. Indeed. So you have had a year when probably at the beginning was quite quiet with lockdown. But in the end, then you have been out and about and able to press the flesh, as they say, no? Yes, but actually, even to begin with, um, in lockdown, I, I sort of managed to um, snip the ribbon um, for to open a, a community kitchen online, and um, equally, I managed to snip the ribbon for a to, to launch um, Ron's um, new council. So um, you can still be quite busy even online, and actually, it's a good way. It's a bit a bit of a kind of soft launch. It's a good way to get to know people um, <laughs> by talking to them on the computer without. Um, having to drive four times around the county every time. Yeah, can probably cover a lot more ground, more productive. So what have been the highlights of the past year for you, Amanda? Um, I mean, almost everything I've, the last thing I visited was my most recent highlight. I find it almost impossible to, to pinpoint one thing because the, the people I meet are so incredible. Um, the, the volunteer sector in, in Northamptonshire is truly extraordinary. And... You know, they, they give their time and energy so willingly and so freely and with so much love for the people they're trying to look at, trying to support. I come away so uplifted every single time. So uh, it's very hard to say which, is, which has been the, the very best. I mean, you know, we've had wonderful visits with the police and the fire brigade who've really sort of gone out of their way to um, show us what they do and to I think to impress us, which we have been very very impressed. But even the small actions of some of the charities we visited, I mean, when I say we, it's me and my husband Hugh, who's come with me quite a lot. Um, we you know, we have been just blown away by the goodwill of so many people. So has, has Hugh enjoyed the year as a consort then, High Sheriff Consort? Is there a is there a nice title for the consort? It, Yes, I think it is something like that. It's not his his um, comfort zone really being the support um, player in the team, but he's done it very well and with very good grace. Um, and he's you know he's very good at chatting to people and getting to know them, and he's very interested in in what people do. So he has been a great support, and also he's a very handy chauffeur as mm. well. So lots of lots of uses. 
<laughs> Fantastic, indeed. Now, you have had a couple of things that have been close to your heart in terms of causes that you're trying to um, uh, help and support as a theme no, throughout your year. Just tell us a little bit more about, about those. Yeah, so my theme really... In the uh, at the beginning of my year, I had I did have other plans, but I was so struck by the um, way young people in the in our whole country really have really suffered during the pandemic, and their lives been turned upside down at university, at school, you know, from from the from, from any age really, um, through to what their prospects were when they leave university and you know, are they going to get a job. Um, and so I, I really have spent most of my year trying to support the organizations that support them. So young people who've been disadvantaged in any way due to the pandemic, whether it's mental health or not being able to get to school. I mean, there are so many charities I've been working with like Service Six and The Lowdown based in Northampton and Peak Empower, who do wonderful things for young people to help them build up their self-confidence and kids' aid. And I think a lot of children, they, they sort of, they were stuck at home and they just didn't, didn't know what they could do. And they said that obviously their mental health became a big issue, but to be able to get them out and about and finding things for them to do um, in a meaningful way has been, um, the, the, I think the most important thing for for a lot of charities to be doing this year and mm. last year. Yeah, I was reading an article a few days ago about the legacy of COVID with a lot of children quite traumatized, just, you know, from any background about yeah. the, the worries and fears. You know, for us, it's been two years in our in our life. It's a small percentage of our lives. But, you know, if you're eight, nine or 10 and you've had two of those years of being in lockdown with, you know, all this risk around, it can be quite upsetting, I would imagine, for many years. I think very upsetting. And so I think yeah, that the North Lieutenant's um, emergency uh, fund, I think, provided computers for, for young people to be able to study from home. And the um, Toaster Community Larder have also are still providing helping to source uh, laptops for, for young people so that they can you know, still communicate you know, on days when they actually can't get to school or university for any reason. Mm. So the, yeah, the problems still exist, um, and I've, bec I've become very involved with an online charity called Tackling Trauma, which is supported by um, the Chrysalis Foundation and Jane Deemer, who runs it. And that you know that's an amazing online charity which supports young people who've experienced any kind of trauma, and I think also adults as well. Because I think when you when they suffer a trauma at a young age, it really can be very, very long lasting and have a very, very sort of enduring effect. And so if, as long as they've got access to a computer of any kind, they can access this, the, the support of this charity. And that it's been a huge success, I believe. Um, and it's expanded throughout England and Wales. And I, I'm sure more areas will, will soon follow on. I mean, potentially it can be worldwide, quite frankly, on the Internet the sky's the limit it's a wonderful wonderful um charity and i'm very happy to support that excellent no well it is a um, an initiative of chrysalis and as you say it's getting attention around the uk i think there's a project now in wales and i should i suppose just declare that i am the chair of uh, chrysalis and really um, publicly want to thank you for all your support 
for the um, the tackling trauma initiative, which yes, it, it it's there. It's a great online resource, and it's getting national attention, if not international attention, in 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 the way it's addressing the um, you know underlying issues. Uh, they may present themselves in different ways, of course, through whatever you know, suicide or drug drugs or substance abuse. But the underlying issue is the is the trauma. Um, other things that you're involved with, Northampton's Best Surprise, I understand, and there's a particular charity of a project near the hospital that you're also uh, championing, is that right? Yes, um, Northampton's Best Surprise is also a website um, promoting all the good things that are, are sort of available to see, do, eat and drink in Northamptonshire. Um, and that has been running now for building itself up over the last two or three years, or maybe up to five years, actually. Um, and it's, it's, I think it's a really good way of, of um, sharing to, or, or publicising to, to the wider public what there is to, to do in Northamptonshire. Don't, don't drive through Northamptonshire, stop and stay. We've got incredible churches, stately homes, really lovely towns, very attractive countryside, good restaurants and pubs. We've got the wonderful walks along the canals. You know, there, there's so much of there's so much here that Northamptonshire has to offer, and the, the website, which is called Northamptonshire's the Best Surprise, um, is is aiming to promote that as much as possible, and we're hoping to become you know, as long as we can get the funding to the sort of the sort of main DMO for for the county. That's the that destination way. management organisation. Yes, yeah. in terms of like the. The travel yeah. and tourism sort of management organization. Yeah, I think that uh, is a very ambitious plan, but absolutely makes sense. Um, you know, and if you could take it out of the hands of the local authorities who've got plenty to be occupying themselves and have a right. strong private sector uh, um, initiative uh, or drive within that, I think that can only do um, some good. And then McGee's. McGee's is a charity also dear to your heart, yes? Yes, it's Maggie, called Maggie. sorry, Maggie's, Maggie's. Maggie's, yes, and it's named after a lady called Maggie, Maggie Keswick, who um, was a Scottish, lived near Edinburgh, and she had cancer, and she found it very hard to find, you know, some good advice and support when she was suffering for herself and for her family, and since then, Maggie's centres have sprung up all around the country, and so we're hoping to, we are planning to build one um, outside Northampton General Hospital. Um, and that will hopefully, the ground will be broken in 2022. And it will provide expert um, advice and support about your health problems, health worries, money worries, any, anything that, that comes with having a sort of life-changing diagnosis really for yourself and your family. And it's a walk-in center. So anybody can walk in straight from the oncology unit when you're re reeling with shock about whatever you've just been told yeah. um, and you need and you need some questions answered. Um, so I think that will be a fantastic resource for Northamptonshire and for the hospital. Yeah, no, tremendous. Now, um, you're coming to the end of your year on, I think, the 6th of April. So uh, it's a one year appointment as high sheriff. Who is the next high sheriff and, and what's life going to be? You know, what are you going to do to keep yourself occupied afterwards? Um, so the next high sheriff is uh, Crispin Holborough, who lives near Kettering. And he, he, as you say, he starts on the 6th of April. So I'll hand over the baton or the sword to him. Um, and I'm very much hoping to stay in touch with some of the organisations I've met. I went to visit um, a place called the Green Patch, uh, which is in Kettering. 
And that's a community garden supporting young people and helping them to learn skills, gardening skills and also building skills. And particularly young people who've been um, excluded from school to kind of keep them keep them busy and help them train up. And that kind of organization, I'm really keen to try and stay in touch with if I possibly can. Um, Also tackling trauma, I would like to keep in touch with and some of the other um, organizations which um, provide support for young adults with learning disabilities, uh, which I think is, again, another really important area there's so many young people they leave school and then there's nothing for them and if they can find some meaningful employment then that would be fantastic so i'm keen to keep on supporting them but you'll go back to your day job as well which is a gallery yes an art gallery yeah i keep keep on with my with our art gallery which i run with a louise newton who's my partner and that is called british art portfolio and we're based here in gillsborough we have been since COVID. Um, we've made a, a gallery here, and but our normal um, operation is just to go around the country, around the country, organising pop-up exhibitions in different areas. So bringing art to areas which, where there aren't other galleries available, and that, so far that's been a great success. We've just celebrated our tenth anniversary um, at the end of last year, and we're going strong. So hopefully we will continue to grow and and you know continue that continue that um work and louise will be glad to have you back will she uh yes i don't think i've been a very very um involved partner in the last year so she might be very pleased to have me back <laughs> all right well look it's saint david's jay and uh wales the in the end the second half the welsh the right welsh team turned up uh you know i think a credible performance yes. in the second half gave the english a bit of a fright but anyway just to remind us of your of your welsh connection amanda please well, I was born um, in mid Wales in the Wye Valley, um, and my fa- my, fam- my father's family lived have lived in Wales for several generations, having it originated in Cornwall initially, and they then moved up to Swansea to um, you know start a business which was benefiting from Welsh coal, and you know I I'm still at heart a Welsh girl through and through, and I'm taking. In fact, we're going back in the summer holidays this year. My with my children for um, a few for a holiday in, in August, which I'm really looking forward to. So um, I'm very and it's rather nice to be able to meet fellow Welsh citizens um, in uh, in Northamptonshire and get to know them. So I'm looking forward to see what happens on St David's Day tomorrow. <laughs> Indeed, the Welsh exiles singing about Wales. OK, yeah. well, Amanda, great pleasure to have you back on the show. I know it's a very busy um schedule for you. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, happy St. David's Day. Indeed, this, this interview was recorded, of course, on the 28th of February. But uh, happy St. David's Day for tomorrow or today when people are listening to this and uh, look forward to seeing you very soon. And yes, keep safe and keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. There are plenty more here on the podcast platform. And of course, you can always listen on uh, live on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. on NLive Radio 106.9 FM or digitally via nliveradio.com. If you'd like to know more about the radio station, please do look at nliveradio.com. And um, we're always looking for support from the community and further afield. So if you'd like to support us, please go to nliveradio.com slash support us. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.